You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Horn Frogs, your daily TCU podcast. I'm Stephen Simcox, your host today. Uh, I'm not going to talk much. I'm going to let you listen into something. Here is new TCU head football coach Sonny Dykes, his press conference from earlier this week's introductory press conference. Uh, Jeremiah Donati starts the, the proceedings by introducing Sonny, and then Sonny uh, makes a statement and takes some questions. Here's that presser from earlier this week. As Mark said, uh, welcome to the Legends Club at Amon G. Carter Stadium. Today is an incredibly exciting day for TCU football, the TCU community, in the city of Fort Worth. It marks the beginning of a new chapter in our football program's rich history, in a chapter I'm confident will see us reclaim our place amongst the elite programs in the Big 12 Conference and in all of college football. It is also a historic day at TCU. It was 21 years ago when we last named a head football coach, and as we know, a lot has changed over that period of time. But one thing has remained constant, and that is our university's pursuit of excellence and the high standards we set for ourselves across campus. And that is as true now as ever. So, after concluding a comprehensive search that lasted almost a full 30 days, <laughs> a full 30 days, I am thrilled to stand before you here today and say to all of Horn Frog Nation, we got our guy. We got our guy and coach Sonny Dykes. There are a lot of people who played a significant role in helping us get to this point. <clears throat> and before I introduce our new head football coach, I'd like to take a, a moment and thank some very important people. First of all, I'd like to thank Chancellor Victor Boschini, TC Board of Trustee Chairman Mark Johnson, Athletics Committee Chairman Eddie Clark, and the entire TCU Board of Trustees for their support throughout this entire process. I'm trying to look you all in the eye. Thank you for being here. Um, we are blessed with tremendous leadership at this university, and never was that more evident and on display than over this past month. So I thank you sincerely. Next, I would like to thank our external search firm, Turnkey and Chad Chalos, for their great work. And I'd like to thank our internal search committee here on campus for assisting me of Rhonda Hatcher, Eddie Clark, LaDainian Tomlinson, Brad Cunningham, Hunter Ennis, and Mike Singfield. This group invested a lot of hours ensuring we conducted a thorough and detailed vetting process, and while ultimately it is my responsibility to make this decision, we'd all had come to the same conclusion that we wanted Coach Dykes to lead this football program going forward. A big thank you to the entire TCU athletic staff and our new staff, uh, many of whom are here today, I'm looking at you upstairs. Um, I have the best staff in the country and certainly the best staff that any athletics director could ask for. I am incredibly grateful for the way they've handled this transition and have supported one another and supported me. On a personal note, I want to thank my family, especially my wife, Nicole, who's here with us today. Uh, I've been pulled away from home much more than usual lately, and I appreciate your patience and understanding. I love you. Uh, finally, I'd like to thank Coach Gary Patterson and all of the TCU coaches and staff that worked for him during his tenure. And I'd especially like to thank all of the players, all of the TCU former 
football student-athletes that played for Coach Patterson. Frankly, we would not be standing here today in this beautiful Legends Club if it were not for their collective efforts in elevating this program. And I'm positive it's because of them we were able to attract a coach and staff of this caliber we're bringing on board. A few... A few comments about the search process, and then I'm going to turn it over to our new coach. When we started the search in early November, we laid out some criteria that we were looking for in an ideal candidate. One, we were looking for candidates with head coaching experience and proven success. Two, someone with a detailed plan to recruit the state of Texas with particular emphasis on Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Three, someone who could present a comprehensive and holistic strength and conditioning and injury prevention plan. Four, someone who was adept in navigating the new realities in college athletics, like the transfer portal, name, image, likeness. And five, someone who had a history of building great team culture and would invest in our student athletes, in their futures and in their development on and off the field. Finally, and ultimately, someone who could help us compete for and win championships here at TCU. We were fortunate to generate a lot of interest from many great candidates, and many of those candidates did possess these qualities. But in Sonny Dykes, we found someone who not only met every one of those desired criteria, he was far and away the best fit for TCU and for this university. TCU football in this university, excuse me. And what you will find in Coach Dykes is not only that he's a great coach, great recruiter, runs a great program, he's a great person. You'll find he's a tremendous husband, a loving father, friend to many, many in this room. He's approachable, he's funny, he's an outstanding leader, and he's going to be a great mentor to the young man on this team. But he's also someone that we as a university will be proud to call our head coach for many reasons that have nothing to do with the game of football. The good news doesn't stop there with just Sonny. We're also fortunate to welcome his lovely wife, Kate, and their three children, Allie, Charlie, and Daniel. We're equally as excited to have you as New Horn Frogs as well, so welcome. And so now, the moment TCU fans everywhere have been waiting for, it's time to meet your newest Horn Frog. And judging by the response he got last night with the team when they met and from uh, recruits that we're hearing from already, it's safe to say there's great excitement about this man and his staff leading our program. So without further ado, it is my great honor to introduce our new newest head football coach, our next head football coach, excuse me, Sonny Dykes. Come on up, Sonny. Well, wow. Uh, thank you all for being here. Just a fantastic crowd. Um, really, really appreciate the support. The, the welcome last night was, was overwhelming. Um, it was fantastic to have an opportunity to, to get around our players and to, to spend some time with them. Um, I want to thank some people as well. Um, thanks to Chancellor Boshimi uh, for, what, for having confidence in me and, and our program and what, we're, what we intend to do here at TCU. I um, want to thank the board chairman, you know, Mark Johnson, for, what, uh, for having faith in us as well. Um, I want to also thank Eddie Clark um, and the Athletics Council for what you guys have done. The search committee, I just want to thank the TCU community. You guys have been so fantastic. Uh, and the Horned Frog Nation uh, has, been, has been great. It's had a, I've had a, 
an opportunity to see many folks, talk to many folks, and just can't tell you how excited I am to get started. You know, this is a, this is a fantastic place, and it's been a long process to get here. Uh, and it's taken a lot of hard work, a lot of dedication, uh, a lot of investment from a lot of different people to make TCU the special place that it is today. And so all of you play a big part in that. And so I just want to say thank you for doing that. You know, it's a real honor to me to have an opportunity to be here. Um, this is, um, I spent a year here in this program. I was blown away by the people that I met. I was blown away by the players that were on the roster. Uh, it was really um, an eye-opening experience for me just to see what kind of place this was. I always knew it was good looking out from the, from the outside in, but having a chance to be here for a year really opened my eyes to, to what an incredible place this is. So um, I, I just can't tell you how excited I am for this opportunity. You know, I think the thing that we've got to do here um, is, and our goal from the very beginning is to, to play and, and win championships. You know, I talked to our players yesterday. That's our standard. Our standard is to, to compete for and win championships. And really, there's three steps, I believe, in order to do that. Uh, number one, and I think this is probably as important as any of them, you know, it's all about talent acquisition. And what does that mean? That means surrounding yourself with the best people you can. Um, we have an outstanding coaching staff, a really remarkable support staff, some people with incredible energy and vision. Uh, we're going to maximize every opportunity that TCU affords us. The second thing we've got to do is, is develop our players. That's going to be a big part of it, okay? Player development is so critical to building a college football program. And that all begins with strength and conditioning. We're really fortunate to have Kaz Kazadi here, who I think is the best strength and conditioning coach in college athletics. Kaz will get, get with our players and will build something uh, really special. Uh, and, and he does an outstanding job of doing that. So you guys will have an opportunity to get to know Kaz and see what he does for our program. And it's really, it's really uh, um, uh, there's many steps involved. He does many different things, not just making players bigger, stronger, and faster, but dealing with injury prevention, an emphasis on nutrition, um, an emphasis on mental training, and all those things that I think contribute to championship-level football programs. So we're... We're excited to have him here. His staff will hit the ground running uh, when our players report back in January, and I know we'll make some huge strides to get our guys ready for spring football. The third part of it, I think, is probably as important as any of the parts, is building a culture. I think that's what we have to do here at TCU. Players come and go, guys graduate, people move on, but the culture sustains itself. And the way you build a culture is by getting young people to be unselfish getting young people to realize that the team is bigger than the individual. And that's easier said than done. You know, in today's world, a lot of times people think it's all about them. And we intend to make sure that everybody knows it's all about us. And, and that's something that we'll talk about from the very beginning to the very end, and that'll be a big part of our success that we have. So it's a, this is a fantastic opportunity for me. I don't take it for granted. I can't tell you how excited I am. I want to thank my wife, Kate, and our family. I want to thank my sister, Bibi, and my brother, Rick, for being here. Uh, Kate's father, Joe, for being here. Uh, we've got a, a great group of friends uh, that are here that supported us every step of the way. I can't tell you how much that means to us personally. At the end of the day, it's really all about relationships. And we intend to build strong relationships with our student athletes. One of the things that I believe that's incredibly important, and I talked to players yesterday about this, you know, this is their program. You know, this is the former players program. This is the current players program. 
We are here to serve those young people. We are here to enrich their lives. We are here to make sure they get a great education. When they leave here, they get a meaningful degree. When they leave here, they can go be great fathers, great husbands, and great leaders in the community. And I think that's something that we value very significantly and means an awful lot to us. But it's their program, and the sooner they take control of the program and take ownership in it, then the, the quicker we'll be successful. So I'm really, really fired up to be here. Can't wait to get started. We have a lot of positive momentum right now happening uh, within guys in our program right now, current players, also uh, recruiting. We certainly intend to hit the ground running. We've got a great staff uh, that, that's already done that. Uh, we surrounded ourselves with some guys that can, can build relationships with young people and help motivate them and help them get where they want to go in life. So that's why we're here, uh, and we intend to, to be the, the Big 12 champion and to play for championships consistently. So, again, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. I'd also like to make sure that I thank Gary Patterson um, and, and what he has done for TCU. I think it's hard to put a value on what he's meant to this football program and this university, uh, the way he and Kelsey have um, you know, embraced the Fort Worth community, uh, and they've done so much for so many people through the years, including myself. So I'd be remiss if I didn't thank him. And as Jeremiah said, none of this would be here without his hard work and dedication from he, he and his coaching staff. So thank you all for being here. Uh, look forward to, to hitting the, the field this fall. There'll be a lot of hard work before now and then, but we're excited to get started. I'll take questions. Thank you. Coach, uh, Drew Davison for Star Telegram. You kind of hit on it, but, you know, what, what would you tell fans you want TCU football to be? What sort of style? And, and do you feel like you talk about winning championships, I mean, as early as 2022, or do you feel like there's some more to do? Yeah, you know, you don't put pressure on me that much yet, you know. Um, <laughs> I haven't really got to know the players yet. Um, you know, look, I, I think here, here's the thing that, that is true, I think, at any level of football. Um, you know, all you have to do is look at the Big 12 right now, okay? The championship game is this Saturday, and it's between the two teams in the Big 12 that have the best two defenses, okay? When you look right now, Oklahoma State and Baylor are the best two defenses in this league. So if you want to win championships, especially in the Big 12, but really anywhere in football, you have to play defense. You have to play defense at a very, very high level. And so that's where it all begins. Um, you know what? We want our teams to play hard consistently, that's one of the things that I think we've always taken a tremendous amount of pride in is that when our team takes the field, you know we're going to play hard, winning football, tough, physical, hard-nosed football for 60 minutes. You know, our guys won't give up um, no matter what's, what happens. Good things that happen, we'll keep our head down and keep playing. When bad things happen, we'll keep our head down and keep playing. Uh, so that's what I want our team to be known as, is a team that is going to show up, is going to play a physical brand of football, going to execute at a high level. And, and really, I want our guys to have fun. I want our guys to have fun playing for each other um, and enjoy the experience because, you know, it's really one of the most special things that you can do in your life is to be around teammates and sac make sacrifices for each other. And it just builds a bond that's so strong and lasts forever. So I want those guys to have a great experience here and, you know, and play championship-level football. 
Yes, sir. Coach, Jamie Plunkett, Frogs of War. Uh, you've already started to bring some assistants on board, still some key positions to fill. What's your timeline for filling out the rest of your staff? You know, it's, um, I'd like to have it done as quickly as possible. I think that's, you know, we've got seven or eight coaches that will hit the ground recruiting pretty quickly. Um, and, and that's obviously, we don't have much time between the early signing day. You know, I think we're 13 days, or excuse me, 15 days out. Uh, from the early signing period, so we have a lot of work to do between now and then. Um, and so that's going to be something that, that we've got to get done very quickly. Um, and so it's going to, you know, we've got we've to take advantage of every opportunity we, we have, get as many coaches as we can on the road, uh, in front of high school coaches, in front of players. Um, you know, the number one thing that you always want to do as well is, you know, in today's world, you have to recruit your current roster. You know, you have to start building relationships with, with those players that you have currently on your roster. You know, one of the things that we've talked about is trying to take the, the Christmas holidays to get into some of our current players' homes over the break, meet their parents, give them an opportunity to get to know me and my family uh, in a personal setting. Uh, that's something that we'll find time to try to do with our current student-athletes is to, to, to spend some time just getting to know them. Um, but at the end of the day, it's really about finding the right people. That's going to be the most important thing. So, you know, I'm hoping it goes quickly, but at the end of the day, you know, finding finding the right 10 full-time coaches and the, the support staff and the additional um, coaches that they need is going to be most important. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> All right, question was, when are we moving to Cowtown? Um, you know, I'm moving here today. <laughs> uh, the, rest of, the rest of the family, I as, as quickly as possible. Yeah, you know, I think that's, you know, we're ready to, to, to dive into the community and to, to get to Fort Worth and to get to know people and start building relationships. And, you know, when my kids are ready to get to school and start making friends and, and getting to know folks. So as soon as possible. Coach Brian Estrich with the uh, Horn Frog Sports Network. Tell me, uh, you, you've coached outside of the state of Texas a long time. You coached in the state of Texas. The perception of TCU in the college football world, and how did that influence your decision on this job? You know, well, I think, look, I think any time you have the kind of success that TCU's had. I mean, not, there's very few teams in the country that can say they've won a Rose Bowl. You know what I mean? And that's something that, that is part of this, this history, and it's a big deal, and, um, and it's certainly not easy to do. And so, you know, I think as everybody knows, that changed everybody's perception from a national standpoint uh, of what TCU looked like and what the possibilities are and the capabilities. Um, you know, growing up in Texas, I, I always knew you know what this place could be. Um, there's very few places that have what this place has, okay? And that is top-down support from a chancellor level to the athletic director level to the board level to trustee level to, um, to alumni and donor level. Uh, and you have a strong recruiting base like you do in DFW. You know, at the end of the day, as I said earlier, the big part of, of having success is acquiring talent. And when you have the best high school football players in the United States in your own backyard, how does it get any better than that? You know what I mean? And that's something that I think um, it's a great opportunity for us. There's obviously going to be an emphasis on recruiting local kids. You know, when you go around the country and you have a chance to see high school football like I have uh, in so many different states, you just realize how good it is here in Texas. You realize the commitment that the school districts have made to developing those high school players, but the biggest thing is, is this is the best place in the country for coaches, high school coaches, without a doubt. 
I think it's the best group of high school coaches in DFW anywhere in the country. And so what happens when you recruit those players, you get players that know how to play football. You get players that know how to invest in a program and know how to sacrifice, know how to work in offseason. All those things that are so critical to having success at the college level, those guys understand that because they've been coached you know, by very, very effective high school coaches. So it's, um, I think this program has so much potential. You know, it's in the Big 12 Conference, which I think is you know, going to do nothing but continue to get stronger and stronger, even with Texas and Oklahoma moving on. I mean, you look at BYU, you look at Cincinnati, you look at Houston, you look at Central Florida, those are good football teams. And so as we make that transition and, and blend to 14 and then, you know, go from there, it's going to be interesting to see how all that plays out. But uh, it's going to be a very competitive league. Um, but at the same time, we have some things here that, that other people don't. And, you know, just being in the Metroplex and having a top-down commitment makes this such a special job. Hey, Coach. Uh, Colin Post, TCU 360. A criticism of you could be your coaching career at Cal. How, how would you tell fans you've grown as a coach since then? And how would you reassure them that you're ready to coach at the Power 5 program again? Yeah, you know, I think when I, when I went to Cal, I mean, Cal was, was kind of going to be a long-time rebuild. Um, you know, when I took the job, we, we knew what we were getting into. We knew it was going to be rough. Um, I think TCU's program is, is in much different shape maybe right now than that was at that time. Um, so, you know, it wasn't good in the beginning. You know, I think the thing that we did is we consistently got better. You know, we, we went one, five, eight wins in a bowl win, first pick in the draft, won a, won a, uh, a bowl game in this stadium against Air Force. Um, and so, you know, we continued to get better every single year. Um, knew it was going to be a, a bit of a rebuilding process. Um, but, you know, the numbers were the numbers. Uh, I was fortunate enough to get another opportunity at SMU. Um, and to me, it was much more of, uh, of uh, I knew much more what I was getting into. You know, and I think we had a lot of changes at Cal from the top down uh, and didn't have a ton of stability. Uh, and that's, again, one of the reasons I'm so attracted to TCU and was so excited about this job is because there's stability from the top down and a chance to work with people that, it, you know, I know and I trust uh, and really understand the value of college football. And so that's, uh, this, it's a very different situation. Coach right here, when you talk about recruiting, DF Jeremy Clark, 24-7 yep. Sports, when you talk about recruiting DFW in the entire state of Texas, how vital was it for you to personally land a guy like Rashad Samples and, and Brian Carrington and add those two onto staff? And can you talk a little bit about those two for yeah. people that may not know much about them? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Rashad's a running back coach. Um, you know, I had an opportunity to hire Rashad from the University of Texas where he met Brian and the two of them worked together in recruiting there. Um, it's kind of a funny story. Rashad and I, I didn't know Rashad. I obviously knew Reggie, his father, was the head coach at Duncanville. And, and so we, uh, we had talked a little bit, and he told me Rashad was going to get into coaching. It was at Texas. And Rashad was in town to watch his uh, dad in a playoff game. And I, I called him, and I just said, you know, I'd like to go to lunch with you and meet you and maybe someday down the road have a chance to, to work together. About five minutes into to our lunch that day at Papa Do's, I, I still remember what he ordered. Uh, <laughs> about five minutes into that lunch that day, I said, look, I've got to find a way to, to get this guy on my team. And we were fortunate that we had a coaching change in July of all times. We lost somebody, and I was able to, to hire Rashad, and, and he really hadn't looked back since. Um, it's been a real pleasure to get to know Brian. 
those two guys together are dynamic recruiters. Uh, they're relationship builders. Um, you know, the thing that they do so well is they get to know kids, and they get to know uh, what, what makes them tick. They get to know their families. Uh, and then what happens is there's a bond that takes place, and there's a trust that gets established. And really, that's what recruiting is. It's all about relationships. It helps when you have a beautiful stadium. It helps when you have great facilities. It helps when you have a storied tradition. But really, it comes down to, to how well do you know somebody and how much can they trust you at the end of the day. And so I think, um, I think those two guys are, are some of the best at doing that. We're very fortunate to have them on our staff. And as you can see, I think with what's going on in the last 24 hours and what's going to continue to go on, I think that, that those guys are very effective in, in what they do. I just want to say this. I'm really excited about our entire staff. You know, those guys, we've got some, some really, really bright coaches, guys that have really bright futures. Um, you know, they're loyal. They're hardworking. They work well together. And, uh, and it's, a, it's a fantastic group. There you have it. Uh, Sonny Dyke speaking to the media for the first time. Some interesting things that he said there. Excited for the Sunny era to get underway in Fort Worth. We will close out the week tomorrow. This has been Locked On Horn Frogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.